this is Christy from Life Struggles, and I have my co-host, Melinda. Hi there. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I am decked out in my Christmas stuff and ready to talk about an awesome, awesome movie. You got Grinch on. Uh, yeah, he, he's my main Christmas dude. <laughs> oh, her and her Grinch. Her Grinch. <laughs> And I'm Cindy Luhu, but I don't have Cindy Luhu on tonight. We can't even tell what I have on. I just have Christmas trees. I have a Christmas village. I like it. When I saw it today, I thought it was super cute. I, yeah. And not like super crazy flashy either. It's really no, just it's it's very not. adorable. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Anyway, yeah. so tonight we're going to discuss Crown for Christmas. Yes. I'm so excited. So I'm going to tell a little bit uh, of what I know, and we're kind of just going to share back and forth. And you know, she's the one that is so good at this, so it'll probably be more her than me. But so first of all, it's called Crown for uh, Christmas, and it was, um, I think, televised in 2015 first. I think, yeah. Um, so the director, oh, I got some notes here, was Alex Zam. And let's see, Danica? Danica. Is it Danica? Yes. There is a name Danica, but I think that's with a K, D-A-N-I-K-A. Oh. So it is Danica, Danica you said? Danica, yeah. Keller. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And I've seen her in a lot of Hallmark Christmas movies this year. A lot. Yes. But her co-star is uh, Rupert Penry Jones. I believe he's from England. I think he's an English actor. And I really did not find a lot of information out about him. Mm -hmm. So. um, Oh, gosh, that's a cute outfit. (laughs) (laughs) You want to see this cute outfit? (laughs) Oh, fun, yeah. <laughs> that, that looks familiar to me. That's it. <laughs> okay, so after getting fired from her job as a maid at a Ritz New York City hotel, a Ritzy one. So I didn't, I did, I never did figure out if it was a Ritz Carlton or if it was just a Ritzy. Yeah, I think it's just a Ritzy. I don't know if they would use a name Back like that in there. Uh, they would. They could. Yeah. It looked like yeah, a Ritz-Carlton. Yeah, it looked very nice. No, but I mean, it looked like one of the Ritz-Carlton hotels. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, I've never been to one or looked at one, so I'm yeah. not sure. <laughs> anyway, she was, um, well, she was a maid there. And um, I'm just going to go ahead and start from what I remember as the beginning. And, oh, my gosh, do I remember was their last name? Read or lead? Um, no, let me see. A team. Um, what do they call lead? it? Team Evans. 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 Team Evans. Yes. Okay. So, one of the things that I I like about this movie is that they don't really go into um, any kind of darkness whatsoever. So, although, okay, so Allie is the oldest sister and she was majoring in art at an art school uh university mm-hmm. 
and their parents were killed and the her two siblings were younger than she was and not of age so she quit school and she went home to take care of them and help raise finish raising them and get them through college but they never said ever how what happened to the parents or any anything dark you know yeah I I want to say I don't know why when I first started writing I was I thought it was car accident but I you're right I don't think it says exactly what it was I watched it 10 times now did you okay (laughs) because I wanted to know if they ever did say what they died from yeah and it doesn't kept it they, they kept it light. They did keep it very light mm-hmm. because it wasn't really focused on that. Um, but also the other thing is that like she wasn't bitter that she had to raise her siblings, even mm-hmm. even though they were a handful, which of course right. we would never get to see either, because by the time she comes into the picture with, you know, being the maid and all that stuff, they well, the one was in college and the other one was in acting school. Um, so they were pretty much over 18. Yeah. Still living together as a family. And you, even though Allie could have went back to school or whatever, she had to help pay the bills because um, I don't even remember her brother's name or if it even mattered because he wasn't in it that much. It really wasn't about him. Yeah. Just like a, a couple lines or a couple scenes. Right. Because yeah. the movie wasn't really about him, but I, I know that he was in college still. Mm-hmm. So, um, but he was, he was still very supportive of her and, and he worked also to help support them. So all three of them worked and was paying the bills and none of them complained about it. Right. So I felt like throughout, even throughout the whole movie, even though there was some struggles that, Everybody took them and just dealt with them. Yeah. And they didn't let it stop them. No, never. Just kept they going. Positive, positive attitudes. And, you know, especially Allie. And maybe that's why the other two ended up being like that because of her. But yeah. so I really like that. Um, not all the Christmas movies that we're going to watch are going to be like that. So, I mean, they're probably all going to end up happy in some way. But that doesn't mean that they're not going to have, you know, show sadness in between. Yeah, exactly. Just this one, I didn't see any, any sadness. It was just a a feel good all the way. Yes. Okay. So I, me being said that, go ahead and tell me your part of the movie and I'll jump in when I remember parts and. Yeah. Yeah. So you talk about um, how Allie's character, along with her sister, was fired from their job um, as a maid at that Ritzy Hotel. Well, this is where you meet the other starring lead role in this movie, um, which is uh, King Maximilian. Right. And it's actually his room that they are cleaning. And she, uh, Allie allows her sister to go to a uh, casting call. Um, that she got a call back for so she's like I, I was got gonna say this. I believe it was a call back yes so yeah so she's important. like I got this exactly because she knew it'd be good for her sister she's like just go ahead well the the head honcho comes up and makes a comment about a VIP who's been waiting longer than they should have 
And because of the condition that this room was left in, one person was just taking too long. So she got fired for it. And the VIP person actually happened to be a hotel reviewer. Yes. And had been waiting like three or four hours over the time yes. that she was scheduled to get in. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's how she ended up uh, without a job. Before that, she bumped into him in the hallway. Yes, she does. Well, yep. she's going, she's rushing down the hallway with her cart to get to those last three rooms, I believe it was, mm-hmm. um, to, to get done for the day. And she went around the corner and bumped into him. And yep. you know what? Right then, like as they're both, you know, she does all her uh, embarrassed conversation. <laughs> Handing him soap and chocolate <laughs> to make so up the fact funny. that she rammed it with the cart. <laughs> that was so funny. She didn't know. And, 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 you know, she didn't even know that he was anybody. Yeah. So she must have been that just that kind of person, period. Yeah. Um, but what was cool was when they were both walking away, they both turn around to look at each other. So there must have been some kind of attraction right from the beginning. Right. Yeah. Okay. So continue on. So then, so at this point, she doesn't know who he is or that the, the room she's about to clean is or was his. Yes. So as she's, you know, right after she's been fired from her job, she hands up. Uh, Maximilian had left his father's watch upstairs on the nightstand or on the, the side table. So she, she grabbed that and gave it to the boss saying, you know, Hey, this person left this here. Um, and that, uh, it was taken notice by, um, what was the guy's name? Who, uh, Butler? uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I can't remember his name, but the guy who accompanied King Maximilian on his trip, that was always he took notice. Problem. Yeah. So, took okay, notice so that to, she had given that back. So to begin with, when. Uh, Max was checking out downstairs and the butler was with him that's when he had said you know oh you know you better check and see what time it is because we don't want to miss a flight and when he went to check his watch he noticed it was gone so then the butler said I will go up and find it you know so Max remembered where he had left it Mm -hmm. and told the butler okay go ahead So that was good timing on that part, because then, you know, he was able to see that, you know, the butler saw that, you know, heard that she was fired and she was still honest and gave back the watch. So you cut to the next scene where she's home and, you know, they're trying to figure out what they're going to do. And there's a knock on the door. Well, now, wait a minute. What did he tell? What did he tell the butler, though, um, when he was actually leaving his room to go down to check out? Because he had left the room a mess. He knew he was leaving it a mess. Oh, yes. To make sure that they're well compensated for for the best. Right. Because he had friends. Yes. So yeah. he, you can tell right off the bat that even though he's royalty, he seems to, you know, take a little bit concern in areas like that. You know, make sure that they're taken care of and they're well compensated for the mess because... Yeah, it's just not cool. <laughs> and honestly, if I didn't know that he was a king, I would have never thought of him as royalty. Like he wasn't, mm-hmm. he didn't act snobbish. He he acted like normal people. Yeah, well, you know, when he's in New York, so when he makes a comment later on in the movie that he likes going to New York because no one knows who he is and they right. treat him like a normal person. Yep. And so that's probably the vibe that we're catching early on. 
But yeah, you don't even realize, you wouldn't even realize his royalty if you didn't, you know, hear King Maximilian. <laughs> I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure that he ever liked the royalty, being somebody royal. Yeah. And, and, and you, you see that throughout the movie. I see that throughout the whole movie. So, okay. So you were at the point where the butler shows up. Mm-hmm. He, yes. Well, first he shows up at the hotel, though. While she's leaving. So he watches her get fired. Yes. Yes. Okay. So then he must do. I I think he does some background check on her. Yes. To be able to locate her. But he's got an alternative motive here. Yeah. Go ahead with that. Yeah. So he he tracks her down after doing, you know, some background checks because um, they wanted to reward her for her honesty, you know. And the fact that she's lost her job because she couldn't clean up that mess, you know, in a a quick enough time. So he shows up at the door and um, offers her a check. And this gives you an idea of her, you know, an even deeper idea of how good of a person she is because she, she turns it down, even though he made the comment, you know, I know bills are behind, you know, and she's trying, you know, he knows what's in her account and, you know, it kind of takes her by surprise. She's like, how do you, how do you know all this? She's like, you had me checked out. They kind of had to, because, you know, he's on official royal business. Um, but, you know, she turns down that check, but then they bond over um, a bowl of mulligan stew, which I guess is a favorite of his from when he was a kid. So mulligan to me sounds Irish. Maybe. I don't yeah, think they I, ever I, talked about that. Um, right. The butler's name is Fergus. That's right. That's his name. I couldn't remember. Yeah. But it, it's nice because he sits down and he has dinner with her and her brother and sister. And they just all kind of get to know each other on a quick little, you know, little dinner date. And and I think then, that's where he sees, I, I believe, I don't think when he went there that he was going to actually offer her a job yet. Yes. I mean, yeah. I think he did do the background check to see that she was a good person and all that kind of stuff and honest and whatever yes. and get her address. But to see her interact with her siblings and and how they said they were like such a handful and she agreed, but yet they mm-hmm. were all laughing about it and yes. she wasn't complaining ever about it. And I think that's probably when he made that decision that she would make a perfect governess yes I mean they don't say that but well yeah because he says that you know he wants to offer her a job and it would be you know overseas she'd have to you know fly over and but he it it just as a government it would be for yeah yeah she has no clue that if she takes this job that it's going to be for royal family he leaves that part out so he gives her, you know, 24 hours to decide. And, and before you know it, there's a car picking her up to take her. And, and then thinking back now, I really, really, did. should I take this off? It's, it's making a lot of noise. It doesn't matter to me if it's bothering you. Go ahead. Go. <laughs> hey, this is perfect. There you go. Just let it fly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you know, that I, I think that her, um, having to think about it had really an unselfish reason, and that was what about her siblings, mm-hmm. and and not really their opinion, but how were they going to survive? How was she going to take care of them? 
you know, she was used to always being there. They were used to always having her. And I think even though they didn't show that, they, I think they showed a very small part of just the two of them, the other, the other siblings yes. in the morning saying, you should go, you should go. This is a yeah. really good opportunity. Yeah, they're like, absolutely. And I, and I, if I remember correctly, she eventually, she does accept that check as an advance on payment for her job. That's what, well, that's what he says to her. Yeah. To consider this in advance. Yeah. So I, I can't help but wonder if maybe that did influence a little bit, knowing that there's so. this money here that then her siblings are like, go ahead and go. So yeah, so she takes this job. I think so. And, yeah, I think yeah. that had somewhat to do with it. Mm-hmm. And like, who wouldn't, who wouldn't want to go to that city? Oh, I know. It's and of course she doesn't know. So, so go on to when, <laughs> when she she's in up the palace. <laughs> I, I have two words for you and it's princess Theodora who yeah. uh, is played by, um, let me make sure I get it right. Ellie, Bo- is it Botrell or Botrell? Botrell. Botrell. I think and- it's Botrell, but. It might be, Botterell. yeah, and Botterell. it, and she is one very ornery, rebellious princess who, as we find out, has been through multiple governesses in so many months. <laughs> I, I think she gets hit by a snowball right away when she's being introduced to the king. Yes, so she's up in that upper window looking out as the king's pulling up and then she recognizes him like, oh my gosh, this is the guy I bumped in the hallway and that the little princess oh, no. Rosette. Well, oh, go ahead. Because I think she was already in the house because she, she was she looking was out already, that window. Okay, well, she was already up in her window, but she doesn't, she's not recognizing him yet. She just heard the noises that he was, he was oh, arriving okay. and opened right. the window to see what was oh, yes. going on and then she gets nailed by a snowball she actually didn't recognize him until he walked into the into the palace both of yeah. them so when you know she gets hit by that snowball it, it, you can tell everyone's very reserved they're very proper so she's yelling you know yeah you better run or whatever it was <laughs> and they all look up at her like but she's a New Yorker and they're like, that's all they can say. She's from New York, you know, and it's just a different world where they're at. So I think it's at that point when he looks up, when she yells that. Yes. That she recognizes him, but he didn't recognize her yet. Yeah, I don't think so. So that she was just like, you can just tell by the look on her face. She's like, oh my gosh. Oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> that's the guy I hit with my cart. <laughs> yes. And he's a king. Yes. And then she finds, so yeah, she finds out this is, it's for royalty. And, you know, of course that tidbit was left out as well as, you know, just how many governesses this young girl has been through. And, you know, she does everything she can, this little one to get rid of Allie. But I think well, she's, she finds out she met, meets her match. the fact that she threw the snowball to begin with, I think she also had a snake in her drawer. Yes. And then took the schedule. So, you know, they put schedules outside the door every morning and she had no clue. She, well, one took it. Right. (laughs) So she's late for everything, but somehow still manages to do the job. And you can see after about the second 
to third interaction, you can start to see that you can tell this is going to be different because the little girl kind of, I think, feels like, yeah, she could, she can handle me. Yeah. And it, it, it kind of softens up a bit. I think the, the biggest part of her accepting her was probably when she stuck the worm in her face. And, yes. And then also, and, and she was like, not upset about that whatsoever. Right. And she said all the other governess were scared of them. Yeah. And, and then she just, um, so Allie, Allie just started talking to her about, so you like playing the, in the garden house and blah, blah, blah. And she said, this yeah. was my mom's. Yes. And then she asked her a little bit about her mom. And I think that's probably when she softened the most. Yeah. Like I was going to say, that's my favorite scene in this whole movie is when they're just digging around in the dirt. And she's like, what about this one? And she hangs in her face. She's like, well, yeah, that's a good one. They bond over the fact that, you know, Allie's just treating her like a kid. She's not treating her like this proper princess that has to be squeaky clean, not playing in the dirt, not playing with worms. They're bonding. It's just Allie's personality. She wasn't trying mm-hmm. to impress. I don't think she ever tried to impress anybody. No, she's just like, this is me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like she she would always, I, I, I don't know. I thought she was the cutest thing just when she made her little airs because you know she was around royal family and she had never been you know especially like her first time that she was going to have to curtsy when she left oh, like kind of meeting the backwards. King, for meeting the king and that, yeah oh. and that's after like she got in trouble by I don't even want to call Miss Handler but whoever that other guy was uh, that was giving uh, her a hard time he was so mean but you know she to handful. show yeah to show Princess Theodora that she wasn't going to be intimidated by her. She's like, you know, kick this ornament in. So she gives that ornament and kick it, it nails. Uh, well, you could assume you hear, I think it hits the, the king in the head or something. Yeah. And, I'm not sure if it was in the head or somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Right. So she, she hits them with this and they bring her in and, you know, she's getting the, the talking to from the chancellor and the king. This is how, how you can kind of tell that he's, not as serious and as straightforward as everybody else when he kind of gives this little smile or and they have this conversation about what she's here for. He was firm, but he wasn't incredibly stern. He wasn't being, he wasn't degrading. He just n- knows that this is not her normal environment. And, you know, he she gets a little smile from him after the fact. Yeah, and then, you know, tries to take out the chair as she curtsies. <laughs> What did you think of 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 him? Of, like, I didn't like him from the beginning. The chancellor or the king? Chancellor. Yeah, you can tell that there is just, I wasn't a fan. Like, I understand having your royal duties as king and how they, you know, how one should behave. He, I think he made the comment that that's not how a governess behaves or something along those lines. And I'm thinking this whole time they've been through so many. Okay, I get that, um, but throughout the whole thing, he was still, uh, he, he wasn't even nice to the king. No, he was, it was almost like he wanted the power himself. He, right. he was just very, yeah, and like, how that on taking him down. Actually was? I can't remember. I know that he worked with his dad, the king's dad, before right. he passed, it, but... You know, I, 
you know what? I can't I, remember. I put it in my notes, I think. Because you know, I I know he's trying to push for that for an arranged marriage and for all this to go down like it's supposed to, how it has been for hundreds of years and whatnot. But he was just I, I don't remember his exact job, but he is just well he's I not do, nice. well, he's called the advisor for oh, the, the advisor, throne. okay. Advisor okay. for the throne. Yeah, so his job is to advise, not, you know, but he really was forceful in his role. Yeah, and to me, like, I don't know. I think Max was old enough to not have to have somebody reminding him constantly of what his duty was and how he was supposed to act and all that. But anyway, so I, I, I didn't like him. Yeah, no, that actor did a very well. good job. Yes, it's a very good job because, yeah, I didn't like him either. And I guess, you know, if you can make that happen. To. Yeah, so, hey, I think he did good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so go ahead. So, where are you at? at? Um, yeah, so we get to the point to where Princess Theodora is experiencing something a whole new with this new governess. You know, they're baking cookies together. They're making homemade Christmas decorations just like her and her mom used to do and and she's making it fun the whole time is disobeying all the rules (laughs) yes so you know she was late for this picture and you know you still see the jeans underneath the royal cute dress that she's wearing she's like tuck them up tuck them up and but it just it's it even though she's going against, you know, the rules or, or inadvertently or on purpose, or whatever it is, you know. I think she was just being had, herself. She was just trying yeah. to take care of, of Theodora and yeah. have fun. Yeah. And well, and, and in the process, the whole castle gets in on the fun from a snowball fight to making cookies to singing Christmas carols, just stuff that they're not used to hearing or doing or seeing. And she, slow or she quickly becomes almost like one of them you know she sits and has dinner with them when usually governesses have dinner in their room and And, you know they they just kind of take her out of their wing except for oh that oh uh, what's her name I don't think I wrote it down there is one who is like um I don't even know what her what was her job title? Well, like they introduced her and she showed she was, her around the castle. She was over um, all of the household. Yes. Um, so employees. like, you know, like the main house. Yeah. She was wasn't, not a fan. It wasn't just the maid. She was over the maids, over the kitchen. The cooks. Yeah. So I don't even know what you would call her position, but she was not happy <laughs> with these see changes. Her- yeah. See what, I don't, like I said, I don't know what her what they called her but and I can't remember her name but she was used to things oh, being one way her name. her name was Amy Martin and um but you can tell she had been doing the shop for a long time because rules were rules and the way things are the way things are and this whole new shakeup is not you, not what she is I'm sorry do you know um, when I named who the um, producer was, was was he actually from? There's a lot of actors in this movie from England. There are, and I'm not sure, honestly. Let me check my notes to see if I have anything. 
I don't. But I would think you could probably find that maybe on like international movie database. I know that they have a lot of um, info, like you can click on the certain actors or producers or directors and whatnot. Um, okay. Well, I guess that really doesn't matter. I was just curious. Um, so her name was Alexandra. No, Alexandra Evans. Never mind. That was the princess that wanted to be. Oh, the okay. Queen. Oh, um, Celia, and then yeah. Emma Sutton. She was the nice um, lady that was actually over the cooks. The cooks. Yeah, she was so sweet. But I liked her character. Did you get this out of this? But was she in love with the butler? Yeah, I think because he talks about that's a young the boy. person that she made a mistake of not getting married to. Yep, with okay. that, that dress that she ended up wearing. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. I so caught on to that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um so she's she's in good with the, with most of the staff and she's definitely got uh Princess Theodora, you know, she's got that bond with her now. And it's a very quick bond, you know. Like I was kind of surprised coming in, you know, you hear that this you know, little princesses had all these governesses and then within a, you know, less than a, like a, what, less than two days and they're very close. She's enjoying her time with her. And then you see um, her interactions, uh, Allie's interactions with the king, they go horseback riding. And you, you see that spark that you initially thought you saw when she ran into him with the card. They both turn around with each other, but it's only confirmed even more when they do the, the horseback riding because, uh, that head, uh, uh, the head chef lady made that comment that he's doesn't, he's never taken anybody horseback riding before. And you can tell that there are feelings there that are starting to grow. I think. Right from the very beginning, he liked her because she was so real. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. it's just like his wife who had passed. She wasn't royal. She right. was an American. Right. Yeah. But he, I can just see everything that she did, like, even though he knew that, uh, what's his face? Oh, the advisor. Yeah. Yes that he would disagree with everything and he was just all about being royal and stuff that, you know, he'd kind of snicker. Um, but yeah. everything that she did had, had have that smile about, he, you could just tell he liked, he liked, yeah. she was going against the royal rules and liked the way yeah. that she was interacting with his child and being a real person instead of, you know, well, like the one he was supposed to marry. Yes. Well, and you know, that's how you, like, you know, made the comment that we saw that he was not, you could tell he wasn't a fan of, you know, being king or, or all the rules that came with being a king, but you, you talked to. would have rather uh, not been born of the royal family. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he, his dad, you know, you can see, here and there in the movie, you can tell that his dad was, you know, he was a king and he wasn't always there for him as a child as he needed him to be. And you can kind of see how that's affected him as he now, like he doesn't want to really play by the rules. He's got, we find out he's got an arranged marriage. He doesn't want to, you know, he doesn't want to play any of that. Right. And 
it's, but his dad died suddenly and then all of a sudden, boom, you know, his wife had passed and his dad died. So he went with, I think you know, with, a, with a child. Wasn't it, it? it was very, very close together. So this poor guy went from being a widower, single dad, losing a parent to King. And there were just so many things that he did not want to have to do that would be considered rules by royalty or whatever. But yeah, it comes Celia when, you know, and that was kind of like a heartbreaking moment for, at least for me as a viewer, because I saw the interaction between, you know, Alice and King Max. And then all of a sudden you find out he's got an arranged marriage. You can tell he does not want to do it, but there's that little part of me is like, I'm King. I probably should do this. And she comes to visit the castle early, thanks in part to the advisor who is clearly Ooh, trying to just could, make this right, alley go away. Right. So she comes, she, yes, she comes early. She is not welcomed by anybody except for the throne keeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could, you could tell that Max didn't even want her there yet. <laughs> no, well, it, yeah, they didn't, she didn't even remember meeting max's daughter before right she's like remember we met at the christmas or the birthday or easter or something she's like oh yes and she brings her this this gift it's ballet slippers and a and a tutu that's not her right that is not theodore was she she let her know (laughs) yeah exactly and you know you can just tell that cecilia was just there for the arrangement and to be queen and all that kind of starts to come out throughout the next couple of scenes where, you know, they talk about sending Princess Theodora off to a boarding school because that's what Cecilia did and that's what King Max had done. And and you can tell that he's well, talking that about that too. One of my, that was probably one of the, and the only really saddest part. Yeah, because it was all in front of her, that well, conversation. That, but when she went to she she took off and she of course went to where her her and her mom's favorite place was and she was crying and Allie went and found her Mm -hmm. and talked to her and and really even tried to be on the princess's side well the other princess right what was her name well, there was Cecilia. Cecilia, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, even said that maybe, maybe you can grow to like her, right. you know, and and uh, you can come visit me if your dad lets you. And this yeah. is all about sending her way to boarding school. And yeah. I believe that's when he, of course, he ran to find her too. So you can tell through the whole thing that he really does love his daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it comes out later. Um, when he decides, well, let's, let's go to the dance. Yeah. So, um, governesses really are supposed to just be in the background in the like scene off the background, but not heard. And how did she get there? She got invited by the king and his daughter. Yeah. His daughter. I don't think he would have though, had his daughter not said something first because he exactly. He yeah, he needed. did. And I think that was just more because he would have been, he was uncomfortable with the fact that, you know, his feelings are for her and there she would be here when you have Cecilia over here. 
And then he had a kingdom to answer to, too, because you were not to have the help there. Yeah. Yes. So this is where the story gets a little bit deeper for uh, the lady who is the head of the kitchen crew, because she loans her this beautiful red gown that was hers when she was younger. And do you um, think she went with the butler to that dance? You know, I don't know. I I think so. Because didn't it say something about she danced with? I, I'd have to see it again. I'm not quite sure, but you I hear the story about I'm this pretty young sure man. They t- the two of them, just a short little clip, talked mm-hmm. about it. Yes. And I, I saw, I think that, that part. Um, yeah. Okay. So yes. she gives her, she gives her this perfect red dress that her mother, that, so that, so that lady's mom actually yes. was the same made that for mm-hmm. It was gorgeous. Yes. Yes. And she, yeah, fit her perfectly. She looked absolutely beautiful and she fit right in. And, you know, Cecilia saw her and of course she was very territorial, you know, and, um, I had to laugh because when she was introduced and like, you know, everybody's like, go somebody from New York, New York. (laughs) Yes. Like we didn't know. And, and then she went, to herself she said so much for staying in the background <laughs> yeah and well that's what I loved about um what was his name Fer- Fergus Fergus is that he's, he's like hold on and he introduced her he didn't have to do that I don't I think know. because she just to help but he's like you know what she deserves he, it he liked and it her was awesome kidding. yeah he did and then you see the interaction between him and the head uh the lady who's head of all the cooks and everything he's and... like you know is that your dress and she's like yes and he was made comment about remembering yes all those years back and so you kind of like okay is that the guy who she was telling yeah Ali's character about that's where I got amazing yes because you find out that um it was just timing for them and you know like they both ended up you know went their separate ways ended up getting married and then widowed and then now they think they're too old you know to fall in love again but here they are living in the same castle and they're in the same place and so they're just enjoying the fact that Allie gets to be at the party and, um, but there's, there's trouble brewing and it's not even like, you know, we talked about the movie not being dark. It's not like dark trouble, but you know, the, the prince is supposed to propose to the Cecilia as, you know, part of this arranged marriage. And when he goes to um, get the ring to, to just, he finally just says, okay, I'm just going to do it. The ring is gone, and it's it was his mother's ring, I believe. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly. Well, it's the royal royals yes. ring. Yeah, yes, the royal family because yes. it kept being passed down. Mm-hmm. So this ring is missing, and you're not quite sure who took it. However, I was sure. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and I was like, okay, you know, obviously, you know, your first thing thought could have been Princess Theodora, but then I'm like, okay, did someone else take it to try to make Allie's character look bad which is what they tried to do that could have been too yeah because then Cecilia puts it in you know King Max's mind well you know she you know she could have taken it you know she's a commoner she's Mm -hmm. I I didn't think she was said it to the king I thought that's who she I have to double check I thought that that had been said to him because he's like there's no way she'd take that well, he okay. He overheard her saying that to what's his? Oh, not, maybe the not, advisor. Yes, 
Okay, yeah. That's who that's she was saying it, was. it to. Okay, yeah. And he's Which like, she no knew way. he would take her side. Oh, well, of course. And that was he her was only walking friend. by and he heard that and he turned around. Okay. And said, yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. So you, you know, she leaves. But then the because, next scene, and this is and then, one of my favorite parts. Yes. Would you like to tell it? Sure. So, so in the meantime, well, I, I think Allie did say I would never do something like that. And then yeah, she, she was confronted by yes. Cecilia. Yeah. And so she went, um, she went upstairs and Theodora was in there crying and she sat down and talked to her and she, you know, was crying saying she was sorry, you know, when she didn't want her dad to marry her and blah, 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 blah. So that went on. And he, so Max then the king walked in and I think at that time Allie had the ring in her hand and said she would take the blame for it but right away Theodora looked at her dad and said I'm sorry so she admitted to taking it and of course that could have been a scandal with the prince doing that so Allie again told the king I I will you know you you can let me take the blame yeah, and that's when he so kindly said that he would just say that he left it on his desk. Yes. Um, but the neatest part to me was then um, she had stood up so he could see her. Um, well, I think he said, I think it's time to go down to the, to the ball. Yes. Yeah. Him and the and, princess were expected. Yeah. Yes. And you know what? It might be mixed up. Well, um, Allie had made the decision to leave because she's like, you know, I think right. I just need to she, leave. she said, I think I should just go ahead and leave anyway. And she ran out, Theodora ran over and hugged her and didn't want her to leave and cried and yeah. so on and so forth. And, and then he said, come on, we need to go. And then yeah. he looked at her and at right after, right after Theodora said, I will really miss you. And then he said, I will too. Yes, that got me. I'm not usually super emotional when it comes to movies, but that just that little line there, it's like, you know, he wanted to tell her to stay, but he couldn't because he's supposed to be marrying this Cecilia lady. And But it, then it gets interesting. Oh, wait a minute. That. May, you, know, you know the part that, so throughout, there wasn't a whole lot of, stuff said about his dad maybe three times mm-hmm. I mean yeah the the throne keeper whatever he his job was yeah. would bring up what his duties were all the time yeah always throwing mm-hmm. it in his face like when well, your father would have been he this did that. but as far as actual talking about so Max talking about his dad I only remember about three times and it wasn't really bad bad it you know what I'm saying? Like, like mm-hmm. he, he wasn't abused or anything. I think his dad was just taking his position the way that the Royal family supposed to. Yes. Very seriously. Right. Um, but I don't think like he was punished and all that kind of stuff. He did what the Royal family did. So yes, he went to boarding school. Yes. His dad wasn't around. They never did say anything about his mom. I don't remember. No. And no. you know, and like, so you, you wonder, get- wonder what happened to the queen. I mean, yeah, you know, I she must know. have passed, but they right. never brought it up. 
Yeah, I, I don't ever remember hearing anything. And, and nothing you know, was said about his relationship with his mother. You no. Know, because I, not I at did all. notice that. I kept looking for that. Um, mm-hmm. But the, the one thing that stuck in my mind that he felt bad about, and that came from his dad, was when he was going to take his daughter down to the ball. And he had told her how beautiful she looked. Mm-hmm. And he said, you look just like your mother. Yeah. And she said, I'm sorry, daddy. And he said, why would you be sorry? And she said, because I know if that makes you think of her, you're sad. Yeah. And that broke my heart. And he said that that's not true. It doesn't make him sad. He actually likes to think of her. And he thinks about her every day. And she said, but you never talk about her. Mm -hmm. And he said, because my dad taught me that you hold your feelings inside. Mm -hmm. Very proper, straightforward, show no emotions. Yeah. And he said, and that ends here. And that's when, yeah, that's when everything changes Mm -hmm. in the movie. Yeah. But that, that was another part and and that's the only time that I really remember him saying like something his dad taught him right right and that wasn't something that he liked the other parts was you know I don't know just just when the throne guy would say you know well the king did this or that or whatever he would just go well so what yeah he yeah and you know he takes that oh go ahead there just really wasn't a whole lot of talk. I mean, you could tell that that Max didn't agree with the way his dad was, but also knew that that was part of the royal thing. And he just wasn't into yes. that. But he didn't really go into that he had a, an awful childhood. And right. So he just wanted more of a presence from his from his dad. <laughs> I swear that wasn't mine this time. <laughs> you know what? Because my extra one that I only use for stuff mm-hmm. was not, it has to be shut off. There. <laughs> Sorry about that. There you go. Sorry, oh, everybody. But no, I, you know, I like how he takes, how King Max then takes that stuff that he wanted from his childhood. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, like you said, that ends here. This is how it's going to be. And he calls off that arranged marriage you know he makes this big announcement I'm like I'm you're expecting an engagement and it's like that's not going to happen and then I feel like the ending just kind of like is snowballs from there you know so she's you not know what else I liked school. about when he said that was he didn't apologize nope he's like this is just how it's gonna be and he wasn't embarrassed by it it was just see he was being real too which is why I thought the two of them would make such a good couple but so go ahead so you can do the ending part yeah well I'll I'll do up until then I'll let you I'll let you finish it off but just um you know see as you find out there's no more arranged marriage and no boarding school and she's going to stay home with him and at this point Allie has already left and she's kind of, you know, roaming around town. You know, I think she ends up at a, what was it, like their city hall type area. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's just kind of wandering around, like, I don't even know if she really knows what she's thinking, but she's just kind of like, you know, taking everything in from that night. And um, you, 
see Prince Max right up on this horse looking for her and just kind of like taking her by surprise like oh hey yeah I'm I'm not getting married and she jumps on his horse and she jumps on his horse and he rides her back so it's like you get your fairy tale ending like you know the it wasn't white horse it was a black horse thing yeah well that was yeah and that was their thing where they bonded where they had that moment where like okay something's going on here was during you know horseback riding and well, I think the first, open up. I think the very first part where he, where, where he realized something was going on was when he walked in and she was talking to his horse at the very beginning. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. She was talking to him and he's like, are you talking to my horse? <laughs> yeah. And then, like, yeah, said, yeah. oh my, no, she said, oh, am I not supposed to? Yeah. He, backed up well, and he, he said, I do it. And then he went up yeah. and then when she left again, she was awkward. Mm-hmm. when she you know am I supposed I'm not going to curtsy again because I might <laughs> won't do it right yeah, right yeah well you know she spent all day just getting told no 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 <laughs> and then yeah she's so she's talking to this whole horse and she's like oh but no it, it literally and then ends he said to the horse so you like her don't you yeah and he because said the animals know. yeah and, and so it, it basically ends with him bringing her back to the castle and yeah. And you get the whole live happily ever after. Well, you know, that's what I'm assuming because they don't go any farther than that. You know, in most cases, you know, some of these movies will end with in marriage. And well, really, you just see them coming to the back castle, together. Though, when they pulled up to the castle and he brought her back because the butler's one that said, you better go get her. Yeah. Um, but so when he brought her back, his daughter did not know. Theodore did not know that he was going to get her. So she ran out with the butler and yeah. he, she, he, she said, you brought her back. Yeah. And then it was to stay mm-hmm. and they all hugged and then he kissed her. Yes. And that's when Theodora looked up and she knew that that's who he was going to marry. Yeah. So it's like you don't actually know. see it, but they give you that ending where you're like, oh, yeah, they get there happily ever after. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, it was a great movie. Very good movie. I think it was a very feel-good movie. Like I said, I don't really think there was any dark spots. They no. you know, uh, very, very, very little negativity. If anything, it was just like those three little parts about you know what he was supposed yeah. to do, whatever, which wasn't even bad. I mean, I right. think everybody now since our actual one of our. Uh, Princes, Prince, is it Henry? Oh, it, Harry. Harry. It's Harry, yeah. It's now in the United States and no longer part of the royal family. Yeah. I think everybody kind of knows now for mm-hmm. sure if they didn't before how the royal family is supposed to act and what happens when you don't. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's like one life I would not want. Just, you know, I don't, I don't ever like feeling like I can't be myself. And that would be a very tough position to be in or very tough role to play <laughs> yeah so I have to say I mean I always knew there was royal families you know Queen Elizabeth whatever you learn through history but it wasn't until they uh, t- so King Henry well princess die a little bit I-, I was pretty young or I think I was I had my youngest when she passed yeah I was a 
freshman in high school because I remember we had to do like current events. So that would have been like 98. So I remember we had to do current events and like in in right. social studies that next day. And that was that was everyone's current event. Was she in a car accident? I can't remember. Yes. Now. Yeah, because yeah. the paparazzi chased her through that tunnel and they, yeah. they wrecked in there. Yeah. Yeah. So, but she was quite scandalous for the royal family because she was kind of one of those two that didn't want to go by all their royal yeah. stuff but well and she was a commoner as well yes yeah yes. so as and that began and, that began that in in the yeah. um england royalty um henry and let's see so charles was her husband correct yes yes and then there was henry and harry correct uh no um defense? william william yes william where am i getting henry was that a brother who's the brother yeah. well harry is the brother william is the oldest harry is okay the now, who was princess die married to charles so they're two That's boys Queen's son yes I, they're I two boys together. what are their two boys names the two boys are are you're talking princess diana's boys yeah william and harry Okay. Yeah. So, and then they've got what children of their who's own. Charles, Charles' brother. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I well, because he's had a lot to do with what's going on. Oh yeah. I see. I'm not sure. Okay. So, Harry is the one that married Megan. Yes. And they are now in California living yeah in the United States just doing their own thing yeah and they got kicked out of the royal family Mm -hmm. and from what I understand um the queen actually had been still continued um monetarily wise supporting him behind behind the royalties back Um, family I would think have make a difference at some point well but the queen the queen doing that behind because okay the the queen is just like our president role yeah Um, she doesn't she's the head honcho (laughs) Mm, that's not that's kind of wrong and that's what I'm trying to say is even though we have a president that's supposed to be over the United States he doesn't have a single say Oh, the yes. Senate, the mm-hmm. Senate decides with him and can go against anything that he says. So yes, when people are blaming the president for, you know, whatever president, I'm not talking about one in particular, but just right. somebody always, every time we have the president, they blame the president for everything that's happening. Yes. And what I'm trying to say is that he doesn't make those decisions on his own. He, he might put them on the table but but they get they can get vetoes overturned everything so yeah he's not totally responsible for everything okay yeah he's not like the almighty power he's and the yeah. same way with the queen okay so yeah. that that position runs the same way in the royal family so she's just like the president over england mm-hmm. but she has the whole royal family to answer to, and they have a board. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. And I did not until I watched the documentary um, of her son. 
Okay. And Megan. And Megan, well, actually, Megan started it with taking doing an interview for Netflix. Mm-hmm. And in in that interview, she that's when I finally, I mean, I watched that. I know a lot of people weren't going to watch it because they thought it'd be boring. Mm-hmm. But when I watched that, I learned what I never knew really went on in a royal family. I mean, I mm-hmm. knew the curtsying and the balls, all the, all, all the right. stuff that was supposed to be glamorous. But mm-hmm. I didn't know that, like, the prince and the princesses, like, they didn't actually live in the castles. They, oh, yeah. they had their own little places on the grounds, mm-hmm. but not actually in the castle. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that they could not have any kind of um, life outside the castle. They yeah, couldn't have friends outside the castle. Yeah. Um, Megan was not allowed to go anywhere or talk to anybody. That's crazy. Um, so... Yeah, like they had no control over their lives whatsoever. So didn't I read that they have to like wear stockings at all times, like if they wear dresses and they have to be like so long and they have to like, I think there's like really strict rules that come with everything. Everything, a very, very tough position. And, you know, even like when um, she was pregnant, she had nobody, nobody to talk to. Um, her husband. So we did Harry. we decide it was Harry? Yeah, Harry. Yeah. So Henry and Harry, her his brother William. Mm-hmm. I thought she, I thought that was their dad. Oh yeah, no, Charles is their dad. So, so William and William and Harry. Yeah. So William, like, totally took the royal side and turned against his brother. Yeah. His dad quit talking to him altogether until he was in the United States and once in a while he started he he would like accept a call from him because mm-hmm. he wouldn't accept any calls from him then once in a while he did um and they started getting closer and like I said the queen behind the royals back was sending him money gotcha. but once Megan had spilled her guts Mm-hmm. I cried through it. Oh, what? see, I haven't seen it, but now I think I'm going to watch it. I cried through it because, it, it, well, first of all, I didn't know all that stuff was happening, but I thought, how horrible of a life. I mean, all these years I thought, oh, what, wouldn't it, wouldn't that be wonderful to like be in a right family? Yeah. You know, nice dresses and, and have all the most beautiful things and all that. And you hear Megan's side and how she had to live. And I thought, oh, that poor girl. Um, but she tells it all and she knows she knows that she's going to be in trouble and that they're going to be in trouble but the cool thing is so Henry is like his mom Mm -hmm. and they bring up his mom but he's and and they um, bring up the what she had to live like and and why her depressions and all that yeah, say I knew that she had suffered from depression, but you know, if but I remember why, correctly, because she had to live that life. Yeah, and I think when I was younger, I think I remember hearing. I feel like Harry has always kind of been like the black sheep. Like I, I, I think I remember him like being out the partier. I think I remember him getting in trouble a decent amount, like 
I think I'm like going there. I remember hearing story. Yeah. So, um, you can tell that they're definitely the boys are definitely different. Um, so I'm not surprised that he, you know, took himself out of the royal family equation because he just seemed like he was the more laid back down to earth one. I'm sure that's part of his um, being defiant, but he really loves Megan. Yeah. And and it really, really upset him when she wanted a doctor with her being pregnant and they would not allow her a doctor. And he and he was he was out doing his duties and couldn't be with her. And he was like on the phone with her and he knew that she was extremely depressed and he asked the Royal family to get her somebody and they wouldn't do it. That is and you'll see, and you'll hear all that. If you watch the documentary that, yeah, I'm going to so, try to catch it this weekend. He was really, really in love with her. It wasn't just being defiant and leaving the Royal family. He was really, really in love with Megan and what yeah. they have another child now. Oh, so is that three now or two? I don't even know. I think just two. And Archie, maybe it's maybe it's the older ones, um, William and Kate, that have three. You know, I don't but, even pay any attention to them. That that just upset me so much. But let me search this, and so we don't get in trouble here. Right, because I know their first one is Archie, because I just thought that was the cutest little name for Harry. And, and, oh my uh, gosh, he's so cute. See, yeah, see, I haven't I seen that. I just, boy and they had a girl. Oh, they may have. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to look. Yeah, I don't, I don't normally keep up on it, but uh, when there's baby news, I, I like to at least see him walk out like they always have and get a glimpse of the baby. Because I love babies. Oh, okay. Never mind. What's up? I forgot. I you forgot. Are there? Uh, we're recording it's okay <laughs> you know we, we've done that a couple times and I almost feel like we have to explain why we get really nervous about <laughs> recording well my <laughs> thing is the time <laughs> yeah I hear you like that okay. first time we tried to do that very first one and we, <laughs> we forgot to hit record <laughs> right that was all on me <laughs> oh we eventually got it figured out though okay do do yeah, but like, I didn't know the first time like to hit record. I thought the video was part of the recording. Oh, right. Um, if you don't hit video, I guess you don't see each other. Right. That's all. Yeah. You still okay. get an audio. Yeah, we, we figured that out. <laughs> children do. Do I even call him a prince anymore? I would just do. You could probably do Megan and Harry and they'll bring it right up. I bet. Head. Because I think they forfeited all of their tiles too, so they, they may they not had even to. include they that. Yeah, yeah, they didn't have a choice. They were taken; their rights were taken away. It's just crazy. Like you, you live one life for so long, at least for Harry, then you're like absolutely, it just did not be your life anymore. That had to be quite the adjustment or relief. I don't know. Gee, you know what? You're you usually right about everything. Okay, so they are considered the Duke and the Duchess of Sussex. Oh, okay. So they so they still still have, have some sort of title. Yeah, so that must. I wonder where. I'd like to know where that came from. Yeah, because uh, but I know he's like no longer a 
prints or whatever. Okay, wait. This does not make sense yet. I wonder why they had a forfeit like other days. No, it they says, still gave him like the once Prince Charles ascends the throne, Harry and Meghan's two children will become grandchildren of the reigning monarch. Yeah, well, I mean, there's still a bloodline be, yeah. there, so yeah. Well, no, it has to be a decision because their father was no longer part of his royal. Right. I I don't know. I'm just kind of surprised yeah, that bloodline. So he got taken down from being a prince of right. England. Because you got to wonder if, like, say those one of those boys decides, hey, or whether his son decides, you know, hey, I want to be part of this royal lifestyle. You got to wonder if that's something that, yeah, if that just automatically would go to him or if he would have to, you know, get permission or whatever to like rejoin the royal family it'd be interesting to see how that would work out okay so they right as of right now they have two children but they have the second one's a girl okay um but she's pregnant again oh is she oh, okay well there maybe that's where i was getting the well, third but it says june 6 june 6 it says oh wait i'm sorry don't expect a baby number three. Oh. Harry and Megan have both spoken about only wanting two kids. A couple has spoken multiple times. So two. Two. Well, there you go. Boy and a girl. I'm trying. Yeah, that I'm, works. Trying, I'm trying to remember the girl's name though. So I'm trying to find that. Um yeah, that poor that poor girl. She came in after her brother, and then he was like, you know, headline news there for a while and Okay, so this is pretty, if I could pull it up. So let's see if their daughter will have a royal title because it says that after turbulent year, the news that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have welcomed a second child offered some welcome relief for fans of the couple. On Sunday, June 6th, the Sussexes announced that their daughter, Lilibet, had been born. So it's Lilybet. Oh, cute little names. But what title, if any, will the second child have? They're like way down the line, I know. So this. Yeah, so they're dukes now, dukes and duchess. But as a child of the Duke of Sussex, the new baby would normally take the title of a lord or a lady. However, Revelations from the couple during their interview will be Oprah Winfrey. That was it. That's who the interview's with. Oh, okay. And I'll tell you what. I hope Oprah sees us. I love, love, loved the things that Oprah did for people and everything. Mm -hmm. But in this documentary, she asked questions that she knew Megan could get in a lot of trouble for. And Megan would tell her that, and she would push it and push it and push it. Did Megan answer the questions eventually? No. And, and she, so she, and 
in the first part of the interview, it was just Megan and Oprah, Oprah, and then, and then he came in okay. and he was so supportive, but he actually told a little bit more than Megan did. And she would like sometimes go to stop him because that she, just shows the fear. I would think of, you know, so, um, controversially Megan claimed that rather than choosing to forgo a title for their first child Archie as was wildly reported the couple were actually told by the firm that Archie would not receive a title wow they were saying they didn't want him to be a prince or or a princess which would be different from protocol and that he wasn't going to receive any kind of security and that was one of their biggest fears and why they came to the United States was so they would get security because they were not, they had no security. It's in- just insane. So like, it just kind of leaves them out there to fend for themselves. And that's exactly what they did. That was their punishment. Okay. So once Prince Charles ascends the throne, Harry and Meghan's two children will become grandchildren of the reigning monarch and become eligible for HRH titles. So Archie would become his Royal Highness Prince Archie. This is because male line grandchildren of a monarch are currently entitled to be his or her Royal Highness due to a letters patent by King George. So um, it is possible that Prince Charles may issue a new letters patent patent which would limit the HRH title to heir to the throne and their immediate family to reflect that the duties of the royal family have evolved. I can wow. see I can see him like refusing to allow them to be part of it. Probably. I just because it's been this way for so long and the fact that they're not even part of the family anymore. Oh yeah, they're probably like, yeah, no. So he dropped his HRH title and stepped away from royal duties. I don't know. I guess they can take away the titles and whatnot, but there's still that bloodline. <laughs> it's like, you know, title okay. So now but- Harry and Megan's new child is the du- Duke of York, who was born second in line in 1960 and he'll move down to ninth place crazy it's just it's so complicated to me but like I said you know growing up you know everything to me seemed like it was just such a cool thing and oh yeah tiaras and dresses and yeah balls yeah but there's that very dark side to it so that's why I'm glad that you know this movie didn't because they could have gone dark. They could have. They could have. <laughs> and they, they did. And, you know, some of the other hall, because I think it's a Hallmark movie, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Or is it a Netflix movie? No, okay, so, you know, a lot of these. I, uh, I think the Hallmark really, movies. really tries to make everything a beat, all their movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it, it, when you go to Netflix, and I love Netflix, but when you go to Netflix, they're not concerned about that because they're not known for that. Yeah, they, they deal with a little bit darker stuff. So yeah, I think it was it's kind of a refreshing movie when it comes to seeing, you know, a royal family. 
That's why I get so disappointed on December 26th when there's no more Hallmark Christmas movies. The DVR, all that stuff. Or do what I do and buy the DVDs. (laughs) Yeah, which you still owe me some. Every time you say you're going to bring me some, you don't. You know, when I say I'm coming down to the shop. I should say bring me some DVDs. You should, because I will literally, they've been on my table. Okay. <laughs> and I even watched I even watched Clark Griswold the other day and I'm like, I need to get this over to Christy. You think I remember? Should have brought it today. I wouldn't even and I wouldn't even remember the name of that. So Yeah, let's we'll call it Clark. Everyone knows Clark. <laughs> Except, <me. laughs> Except Well you you recognize Clark Griswold, you just recognize the the actual name of the movie. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I think we should tell everybody um, how much we've enjoyed this. And um, also, I'd like to remind everybody to continue to sending questions. I did post again today. Um, I can't remember if it was on Instagram or Facebook, but um, popular Christmas movies and then said, which one would you like us to watch and review? Yes, we'll take suggestions. So we will take suggestions. Otherwise, we're going to keep picking and it's going to be melinda's turn next yes and it's been a really really busy time for both of us the last couple weeks um next week's probably going to be busier for melinda but we're still going to try to get everything in so this week we need to do two more still we got this so you have the next movie you don't have to tell anybody right now because i like it to be a surprise Yes, I will have it be a surprise. Just make sure that you um, tell me so I can watch it. I will do that. And I had a hard time finding this on streaming services the last couple of years, which is why I bought it on DVD. So I will bring well, I can't it on DVD. Watch it? Well, no, I haven't looked this year. I, I stopped looking since I have it on DVD, but I'll look to make sure. And that if not, I will definitely get you that DVD. I'll bring it tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, my um, husband, he tried to get me to watch this for years. And I was just like, meh. And now I love it. So I, I really have to check out. I'm not. Me. I promise that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I mean, only my husband will know what that is. But I'm hoping. But yeah, at least like Christy said, if you guys have anything you want to want us to check out. And again, if this yeah. is your first time watching this from now, I think we decided until like December 22nd or December 23rd. We will be trying to review at least two Christmas movies a week. Um, that's not what we normally do, but we these movies that we do review always have some kind of struggle. So in ending this, what do you think was the biggest struggle in The Crown for Christmas? Um, I think I think there was a lot of the characters had each of their individual struggles, but I think the main struggle True. was um, the the fear of doing what you think you should be doing as opposed to what's right. You know, you saw uh, King Max struggle with that. You know, he's got his advisor over here saying, well, your dad was a great king and he did this and he did this, but he also has the, the kid inside of him who didn't have his dad around as often, who didn't do the snowball fights with him, who didn't take him places. And he's got his daughter who, you know, no longer has her mother, you know, he's widowed. So he's he's struggling with trying to find that balance between being a good king to his country and also being a good father. And I think that struggle there, you can see that 
But then, of course, you know, when you bring in Allie's character, she makes them realize that you can, you know, you can do both. But it's more fun to, you know, <laughs> to do more of the non-traditional stuff. But I, I just think that struggle for him was, I think, one of the bigger things that we got to see. But you named more than one. That That's true. Maybe just the struggle of trying to find that balance between being king and being a father. I am going to look up and see if they will actually tell. Yeah. Because like, like we mentioned, you know, everybody, there's all these individual struggles. From Allie to the siblings to even poor Fergus had his with his see, to lady me, from before. If I do an overall what the biggest struggle was um, not not wanting to live the royal life mm-hmm. yeah period that that I to me that was the biggest and I think he had that from the time he was a child so yeah because I think he just saw all the stuff that his dad was doing and here this poor kid was being sent off to you know boarding school and everybody else was taking care of him as opposed to you know his father yeah like you mentioned we don't even hear about his mom so did he lose his mom at a young age was you know, was he an adult? You know, you just, you don't get much background on it. So. I'm reading the reviews. Ooh, what did they say? Um, Let's see. This was, gosh, they were, they were watching it awful early. This was in May. Well. Watched Crown for Christmas with not the highest of expectations, fairly mixed, actually, while loving Christmas for as long as can be remembered and liking particularly Rupert, Henry Jones, and other things. Hallmark has been very variable, veering towards average or less more than once when it comes to films of their mixing Christmas and royalty. The title sounded sweet, but concept sounded the concept sounded so been there, done that, and flimsy. Well, but he continued with, Crown for Christmas turned out to be much better than expected. Yeah. And well above average and even really quite good. My daughter loves the movie. She's this 13. Is the same person, yeah. which is not what the plot, sim- how do you say that? Sim- Synopsis. Synopsis. Synopsis indicated that it would be if it was executed wrongly. It may not be flawless or a masterpiece, but it is for me one of the best Hallmark Christmas films out there. There you go. Sure, it is thin in story, occasionally silly, and can be very predictable. A lot of situations being quite over familiar and lacking freshness. Did have reservations here and there with Danica. Mostly she is appealing, but she also overdoes it for my liking at times. Hmm. What the part about being scared of doing the wrong thing in the royal family? That's the only thing I could think of that she overdoes it. Yeah, maybe. Which I I would think I would feel that way if I was put in that Oh my gosh, yeah. So I think she played the part well, but anyway. Um, The next one is... 
Um, Ellie Evans raised her siblings after the death of their parents. She is unfairly fired as a hotel maid. Despite that, she turns in a lost expensive watch belonging to King Maximilian. His butler, Fergus, notices her admirability, her mortality, and after further checks, he hires her to be the governess. Wait, what's the... This is relatively fair Hallmark movie. I love Danica, and she executes goodness. The king is a bit of a dud, but is supposedly... But is he's supposed to be slightly stiff. The girl is good. Quite frankly, the relationship between Allie and the girl is more important than any standardized king and the calmer romance. So, but, you know, we were talking about how well I think the, the king or that the daughter was cast for him because yeah. I had to look them up because I thought they were related because they look, I think they look alike, like they did well with that. But I think all their actors together, especially those three. I think they did well together. Huh. Um, I I do too. This next one kind of surprised me. Hallmark mixes the sound of music made in Manhattan and the King and I to come up with this better than average film. Do you think okay, that- I can see I can see made in Manhattan. Yeah. I, I can see that movie being the same type of oh, but the sound of plot. music. I've never seen the sound of music. <laughs> You have. <laughs> I haven't. I know. Okay, that's not a Christmas one, but we will talk about that sometime. That is my all-time favorite. Oh, is it? Now, I know Julie Andrews is in it, I, but that's all. Like, And I think the guy who played the dad, did he just passed recently, but I cannot think of his name. Oh, well. But I, I've never seen it. Besides Julie Andrews, I wouldn't remember any of the names, but I could, I could sing every single song in it, and I can tell you the whole movie. Oh yeah, no, but I could I'll I have to watch it. actors' names? No. <laughs> okay, so if you remember the difference with me, and I told you this a long time ago that I like musicals. Mm-hmm. I love musicals. Like my favorite is Glee. That I show, that. the show Glee. Oh my god! I've seen it. Like my musicals, like I've seen Hairspray. My daughter is now obsessed with Hamilton, so I've been watching that with her. Greece? Oh yeah, Greece. I love Greece. Um, I love Greece too, as well. Okay, <laughs> that's <sense>. good. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see what's what's the one that has. Uh, oh my gosh! He calls her baby. They dance. He's a dance teacher. He's considered low life, and her family's rich. And I don't know. Her family calls her baby. Oh my gosh, why can't I think of the name? But I just oh, Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of a musical to me too, even though they don't sing, but there's a lot of music in it. And, yeah. And dancing. That's a great movie. Those are the kind of movies that that I really get into. Um okay, here's another view. Yes to Crown for Christmas. After I watched the movie, I discovered the actress played Winnie the Wonder Years. Yeah, she's Winnie. She That's is. That's um, I know her. Yeah. She plays a 31 old in this film. She didn't look 31 in the film, I didn't think. No. And then the next one said, love this movie, interesting story and cast. Another one says, one of the best royal romance movies I've seen. Oh, warning, spoiler. 
Allie lives in New York with her brother and sister. Wait a minute. Um, so, geez, I could have just read this and did got this the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, it's got the whole movie. But the favorite part was how Allie and Max meet cute at the beginning. Made it way to the ending, too. Yeah. yeah that's what I was saying. Like, you could tell right away when they accidentally met, which they didn't exchange names, that that they had a chemistry. A little something, yep. There was a little something there. But I still didn't find the biggest struggle. So they're just going to have to, we, we all have different opinions, right? Yeah, absolutely. I just think the I just think that it's kind of based on the whole struggle of being part of a royal family. Again. Oh yeah. Um and and all those other things, well, losing his wife wouldn't be part of the royal thing. But the way that he uh, handled his grieving was part of the royal thing of losing his mm-hmm. wife. So it yeah. still goes back to the royal thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. So the way he was raising his daughter, even though he wanted to be differently, still was the royal thing. Right. So that's just my opinion. I think that was the biggest struggle was that he didn't want to be part of a royal family. He wanted just to be a, a normal me and you. Yeah. There's such a I, thing. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, my normal and your normal, but I mean, I think we're pretty awesome. So we're pretty I awesome. Mean, yeah, I mean, why not want to be normal? <laughs> Again, whatever that is. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so um, good night, everybody. Um, yeah, we are recording at night because we're both yeah. very busy people. And this yeah. is when we have that little bit of quiet time. So again, send your questions in. Um, Melinda, go ahead and tell them again for the new people that are watching where they can reach out to you they want to ask you for a movie to watch yeah i am on instagram you can find me at uh, mama weigel and that's it's yeah w-e-i-g-l-e because it's impossible to spell (laughs) it took me a year to get it right after i got married i felt awful (laughs) it was horrible new wife can't spell her last name right but yeah and that's that's where you can you can get a hold of me easier because i mean i'm on facebook every now and then but not yeah, we don't need that. That's more personal yeah. stuff. Um, and also, you guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if you guys can't vote her in to be uh, get paid for being a movie reviewer because she's so good at all the actors' names and the producers and their their background. Even though we didn't talk a lot about that tonight, which is fine because yeah. we did talk about the movie and I think it was my turn, so I did more than she did. But she knew more than I did as far as names goes. Well, actually, I helped out tonight, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Usually, she's the bigger one, though. Anyway, you can reach me on Instagram at, um, if you type in my name, Christy Collier, or you can put uh, Struggle Winner either way. And you can find me there and send me a message and tell me. And also, you can watch us on Spotify and Google Podcast and Apple Podcast. Yeah, and there's like about six other platforms. So, okay. So we'll be excited to hear some comments and hear what kind of movies you'd like us to watch. Yes. Hey, everybody. All right, until next time. See ya.